At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host is back on the program live from Denver, Colorado, Mile High City, uh, James Salinas. James, how are you? Great Thursday afternoon to you, Pritch. Great to be back on with you. How's things out there in Las Vegas? Uh, festive, hot, all the above. I mean, everything's going on, it seems like, every single day of the week out here in Las Vegas, just like out there uh, with the Open. Uh, Louis Uthazen is the leader uh, right now with the Open, minus six. We got Jordan Spieth, minus five. Harmon, Brian Harmon, minus five. Notables, uh, Stuart Sink uh, on the leaderboard, too, uh, at minus four uh, right now. Webb Simpson uh, is up there as well. And I was just looking for others. Marikawa is minus three. Uh, some other notable names right there. DJ Dustin Johnson, minus two. Uh, day one of the Open. So off to a fast start right there with the Open Championship, just updating that leaderboard. Uh, but, James, as we get to 2-2 in the NBA Finals, uh, this series is now tied. We talked about this earlier in the week. It seems like it's a seven-game series. But I want to review some uh, player prop totals here because I want to grade this because I think this series has shifted. Uh, for instance, right now uh, we had Booker at 27.5 points. That goes over. 
Uh, Chris Paul, 21 and a half points. That goes under. Uh, and so some people will say Chris Paul is starting to struggle too. So let's, let's go over some of these uh, p- player props and, and grade these situations right now. Got to look at the adjustments. And what were the adjustments that Milwaukee was going to make? Pritch, we talked about this last week. And what was Coach Bud going to do? We know they play the drop coverage, especially when Brooke Lopez was out there. But how many minutes were they going to continue to give Brooke Lopez, not because of the offensive side, it's the defensive liability that he brings in their half-court sets. And I think that's where we're not seeing as many minutes being played out of Lopez. Last night played 19 minutes. His numbers continue to decrease, getting him off the floor more numbers for Portis coming off and going more of a small ball lineup, more athletic on the defensive side, and then it gives them opportunities to get out in transition and and run the floor as well. So we're seeing that adjustment being made as far as Lopez less minutes being out there and not as effective defensively. And then the other piece, too, we talked about a few things that that we thought they should be doing should the Bucks on the defensive mm-hmm. side be more physical for one, maybe some more denial on Booker. Could have used more of that last night. Booker was hot. Uh, but I think the biggest adjustment, at least that we've seen now it's not really within the character of the bucks to be physical as it's just not in their nature they're both these teams are really kind of finesse ball clubs but yeah. i think what we've seen is we're talking about chris paul not putting the ball in the basket really struggling now the last couple of games offensively more so with the turnovers in particular is because they have assigned drew holiday he's basically playing 55 and he is picking up full court wherever paul is he catches he's getting the ball out of the basket and they're taking it he's getting at the free throw line he's basically right now Drew Holiday is playing 94 feet of offense and defense. Now it's definitely affected Drew Holiday's shot. Four of 20 yesterday. Not a good, not a good look from the offensive side. But think about the pressure that is constantly being put on Chris Paul as soon as he catches the ball on his end of the floor. I think that's definitely having an impact not only on Chris Paul's scoring ability, mm-hmm. but the turnovers that we're seeing coming out of Chris Paul, which is uncharacteristic of a veteran player like him. I know all of his props go under right there. Points, rebounds, assists, uh, everything. Three pointers. Uh, something's a Affecting him, like you mentioned, there perfectly. Uh, eight and two, his props going under. Uh, able to cash. I was able to cash the uh, holiday under prop. I thought, like what you just mentioned, from his defensive prowess standpoint, uh, that intensity, he was going to have more focus there on that side of the court, more so than offensively. Yeah, I think so. And that's yeah. where he's going to have to expend his energy. Now, taking 20 shots, I don't know if that's the recipe. If you're having fatigue, and we saw it, especially from outside, he was 0 for 5, but didn't look comfortable, didn't look confident shooting the basketball. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're putting that much energy, and it is. He's playing, I mean, he played 43 minutes last night. He's playing end-to-end, baseline-to-baseline, because he is picking up 55 on Chris Paul. A lot of energy spent, so I think we'll continue to see more of Holiday, more having to be more, on the offensive side, more you know, more yeah. offensive minded when it comes to getting his teammates involved as right. opposed to shooting the shots, even though the shots are there, be smart with your shot selection. If it's you're off and you're mm-hmm. four for 20, you don't have to keep firing. I tell you what, uh, from a player prop standpoint, hindsight's 2020, but uh, keeping score right now, uh, it looks to me holiday is as a reliable bet. It's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host, James Salinas, out there in Denver, Colorado. James, uh, this series is now tied 2-2. Uh, one, uh, 109 to 103, Milwaukee prevails at home. They take care of business. They win at home. I think a lot of people probably expected that. This number closed at minus 4.5. We saw it get up to minus 5 uh, during the show yesterday, 222. Uh, the total close, obviously that total casting to uh, the under. I don't know where you went with this game if you participated at all, James. What do you, th- what do you think? 
I only did a prop market. I didn't play the game, the side, either side or the total. You know where I'm vested. I'm already in with Suns and six and yeah. Suns and seven plus 450 each. So from that perspective, I, I, I was hoping for and needing really this Milwaukee team to come home and hold serve like they did. Now we're we're guaranteed at least six games. So mm -hmm. at least from the the number of games perspective, that's good. Still need the Suns to be able to take it down. And and I think they were on their way to it. We we, we just talked about Chris Paul and the the defense that's being played on. On him full court. Devin Booker picking up the slack last night, shooting the ball incredibly well. But we've there's been some, uh, uh, with, especially with Portis coming in, and a variety of different defenders that they the Bucks have been throwing at Devin Booker, trying to be as physical as they can with him. You know, as, as far as their character and nature of a identity of a team will let them. <laughs> I think that got into Booker's head a little yes, bit. I did. mean, you think about because that foul, that fifth foul in particular when he had to go sit, that was that was a frustration foul. That was all right. You guys have been physical, physical with me. I'm going to throw an elbow. I'm going to yep. throw a shot. And we shot a lot of guys really uh, accentuating the fouls last night, flip flopping all over the floor. It was it got a little hard to watch at times. <laughs> Preach on both sides, guys. Yeah. Big fellas out there falling all over the floor. You know, these guys, I, you know, it's funny. I always think about this. Like, you take these guys flopping and falling down all over the court. They've never played outdoors. You can see which ones have played <laughs> indoors their whole time. Because if you're not doing that, if you're playing out on the blacktop and the asphalt. But yeah. that said, I think that got into his head and totally put him did. on the bench. Because ultimately, the Suns basically led wire to wire until he had that foul trouble and had to go out. And I was getting a little nervous there, Pritch, with those two bets thinking, I, I want the Suns to win the series, but I don't want to win tonight because now you go up 3-1 with a chance to go home and close it out in game five. But that foul call, frustration foul from Booker, really changed, obviously completely changed the momentum and the tide of that game in the fourth quarter. Well, there's key moments to highlight here, James. Uh, Booker, let's focus there because what you, what you alluded to is correct. I mean, his frustration, not only with the fifth foul, but with the sixth foul and the seventh foul that they did not call out there, uh, <laughs> his frustration uh, took over there too. But I, I think when you watch the Suns play in that fourth quarter, they had that game in control, but then got frustrated. Giannis with a spectacular play too, blocking uh, Aiton at the rim. Uh, and so that momentum, I think the Bucks was able to use that uh, as they closed out that game and actually covered uh, in this situation too. So focusing on the Suns here, Booker moving forward, a young basketball team. I mean, they're, at some point, they're going to have to start controlling their frustration level. Uh, and then you throw in Chris Paul into the mix, too, the fact that he's not playing well right now. Uh, I'm not going to suggest that the Suns are in trouble here uh, because the Bucks just took care of business. They won at home. But, but certainly that's something that they're, they're going to have to evaluate as they return back to uh, Phoenix. Uh, for the Suns, it's, gonna, it's a young team. Aside from Chris Paul, this is an incredibly young team out there. Crowder's got some experience behind him, and, and Craig has a few years of experience, not a whole lot within the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, it's a young team. I mean, think about Bridges and how, how sensational he was in the first two games, in particular game two was Mikael Bridges, complete no-show. We've seen the confidence completely shift when it comes to taking shots and making shots when it's when it's when when they need you. And they've really kind of deferred to Booker last night, and he stepped up and was incredible, especially in the second and the third quarters. The Bucks had no answer. They were trying to switch everything. I mean, they just he completely got whatever shot he wanted wherever he did on the floor. Once he went out with that fifth foul, now it became Chris Paul time to do what he does. And he was getting where he wanted to, but he, is, he was so, you know, it's a lot of energy when you're constantly having somebody just nagging and pounding and being grinding on you every time you catch the basketball full court 
We saw the adjustment in game two and started to see more of it in game three, more so picking Chris Paul up at half court. And last night, it was full. Each I was watching it clearly. I was looking, when do they start picking him up? each and every possession when there was a made basket or a mm-hmm. dead ball underneath their own basket, it was, they were picking them up and it was basically drew holiday from start to finish end to end that wears on you. And Chris Paul, 36 years old, we saw it. And I think that's really impacted not only his turnovers and the bad passes, bad decisions he's making, but there's times where he's deferring. There was a couple times where they deferred and, and Deandre Ayton's got the ball at the top of the key, looking to try to like, he's running some triangle offense, making trying to make plays through two balls clear out of bounds so not only is it affecting the turnovers from Chris Paul it's affecting the efficiency of the offense collectively for the Suns and then when Booker went down it was up to Paul to have to step in I think he made a basket or so but really more turnovers to come and I think we're well, I think for the Suns going back home now they'll feed off that energy mm-hmm. as wild and as crazy as it was there in Milwaukee we're going to say the see, see the same atmosphere there in Phoenix and the Suns really feed off that so they have a great home crowd as well and that'll help with the confidence level for the young team there with Phoenix and and the Basket always looks bigger when you get home, uh, but I think we're going to have to see some more possessions where Booker is the facilitator rather than Chris Paul. They're going to have to try to find a way, and I think it was whether it's whether it's Booker bringing the ball up on occasion full court because right. I think for the Bucks, why would you change it? That clearly worked. It clearly frustrated and wore down Paul. They're not going to change that. So the sus- uh, adjustment for the Suns, it's going to have to be more more time with Booker bringing the ball up the floor as opposed to just Chris Paul each and every possession. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at uh, the Bucks, P.J. Tucker, you can throw him out uh, on that backcourt too, uh, as well as what Holiday is doing. What do you make of 7 of 23 from three-point land uh, for the Suns? You just mentioned uh, going back home, uh, that rim's going to look a little bit larger. I'm, I'm sure that that's going to uh, adjust right there. 7 of 23, you're not going to win any basketball game doing that. Well, and it sure helped that the the Bucks didn't shoot any better. They shot worse. They were seven of twenty nine, twenty four percent. Neither team shot the basketball well, and we're we're seeing that now. We're going to beat a game five, right? So it's a three game series. Suns have home court advantage. Yeah, will that basket look bigger? The Suns had some opportunities to knock down a sh- some shots, but ultimately it was Booker controlling the pace uh, with with the way that he was shooting, and rightfully so. You got to go to him. The the kid's hot. You keep feeding him, keep feeding him, and you didn't see much of an adjustment from the other side with Milwaukee. So, yeah, I think for offensively for the Suns, that's going to be that can't shoot. You really can't shoot much worse than that seven of 23. But are they going to disperse some of those shots? I mean, some of those shots that Crowder Crowder was three of nine. And, you know, he's not shy about he wants his touches and not shy about chucking it up. But there are times we had guys on it early in the possession, shooting right up with it in his face. They got to take more time within the, the framework of the offense, get back to trying to get into those ball screen offense. That's where the kick is out. Have shooters have to close out having time to shoot the basketball, not just one pass and shoot. So there'll be some adjustments from the Suns. They'll go back. They've got a couple days off. We don't mm-hmm. see game five until Saturday. Coach Monty Williams has been around. They're going to watch film. They'll be able to adjust and, and realize, look at some of the shot selection that we had out there early in the shot clock contested shots we can work through the conf you know work it through the shot clock don't want to be quick but not be in a hurry take good shots pass up the good shot for the great shot i think we'll see a much obviously i sun's going home right young team gonna be in the confines of home mm-hmm. but i think we'll see a much better game out of the suns come game five i agree with you pritch we said this back a few games ago this just smells like a seven game series i don't know if anybody's gonna win away from home i think it does go seven a few questions for you as an experienced better here sports the better uh, james uh, so this number to spread close at minus four and a half. We, we've seen that uh, through four games now, four and a half, five. I mean, is there 
a, a number, um, I, I don't want to say that you would prefer, but that a number I guess you're more comfortable with in, in terms of betting a spread because it seems like this series is uh, through seven games. If it gets to seven, uh, we're going to see more four and a halfs and fives along the way. The market has found itself. It's found itself for both teams at home. Last night was actually the only game. Now, all the favorites have covered in all four games so far. But last night was truly felt like the only competitive game we've seen. The two games in Phoenix, Phoenix had an early lead. They sustained it double digits. Little run here and there from Milwaukee. But they were never in doubt of... Uh, being able to cover that number and then that second into the third quarter for game three for the Bucks, it just be, it, it turned into a one-way street. And Last night, finally got to see a competitive game for 48 minutes where the spread was an impact, was a factor, and really, it didn't feel like I didn't have either side, so uh, if I was on the side, if I felt if I, if I took the Suns and I took them, it, I saw it close at five in some places here yesterday in Denver. Okay. If I took the Suns last night, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling like, man, I felt like I had the right side. We finally had a competitive game and still couldn't cover that number. And sometimes those things happen where fouls become an issue. The mm -hmm. that really impacted kind of the flow with Devin Booker going out of that game. And if you're on the Bucks side, if I had the Bucks last night laying four and a half, laying five, I'm playing feeling rather fortunate right now, Pritch, that I won that bet, and you'll take it. All right, yeah, cash absolutely. it. It's all good, but <laughs> I think right now, the market's kind of settled on where it's at. It's somewhere between four, four and a half to mm -hmm. at best five, as long as all players are are healthy and available for game five. It gets tough finding an edge there in terms of a spread yeah. uh, play, uh, certainly, but uh, maybe the opportunities with the total, because we saw it right around 220 and a half. I think we were talking about that, and then uh, it edged up to like 221 and a half, closed at 222, but yet Cassius City under. Yeah, I think we're, well, we didn't see, we're seeing a different scenario for the Bucks throughout the course of these four games. We talked about it for one with their drop coverage and how they were going to defend the ball screen and really the makeup and identity of the Bucks when they are big on the defensive side with Lopez being such a liability defensively against the team like the Suns. Mm -hmm. And now we're seeing less minutes for, we're seeing less minutes out there for Brooke Lopez. And that gives an opportunity for Milwaukee to not only be more athletic defensively, gives them a chance to get out and run and transition. Here's your fast break points last night, 15 to zero in favor of the Bucks. Nothing for the Suns. Crazy. And a lot of it is because they weren't getting, they were allowing a lot of second shots. I think there was what, 15 offensive boards, uh, 17 offense. There were 17 offensive boards last night wow. for the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think more athletic, more aggressive and more urgency. You're at home and you don't want to fall behind three to one. And over the course of 48 minutes, that play itself out there but yeah I think for the total it's really tricky thinking about where the confidence level is some of the shots and opportunities have been there we talked about it collectively neither team shot the ball well last night from three what collective 15 for or 14 out of like 52 attempts hmm. not a good you're right not a good number but now how does that affect your confidence especially for some players that young players like the Suns up and down we talked about Bridges how well he shot in game one and in particular game two had the opportunity opportunities plenty of opportunities knocked it down started having confidence shooting the ball took hardly any shots last night nothing made from three no no factor on the offensive side so confidence level right now for both of these teams uh, they haven't been here before this isn't our typical NBA finals there's always usually somebody and some team and or teams and players that have been there and done that before we don't have that this year right. so you know first time experience for all I think the uh, you know the nerves are going to get even tighter 
tighter and tighter with so much on the line now, Pritch. If anything, the pace of play is there, especially for Milwaukee when mm -hmm. they go smaller to get out and run, more athletic defensively that way too for some turnovers and transition points. But now I have to consider if I'm getting involved with these totals, I have to consider where is the confidence level for both sides because there's all none of these players have ever been here before. Totally agree. And, and so let's keep that in mind as we look at some perhaps future opportunities here. Uh, we mentioned that we like this series to go seven games. Uh, that's minus 125. Uh, to go six games is plus 105. Not a lot of value right there considering how yeah. people are playing. I mean, I don't know if people want to lay 125 for seven games. I mean, be able to cash your tickets perhaps. But then looking at the MVP odds, James, uh, the M MVP for the NBA Finals, Giannis is plus 145 now. Devin Booker is plus 190. Chris Paul uh, is plus 260 uh, after game four performances. So much for the sentimental, sentimentality of Chris Paul to win the MVP if the Suns win. And he still very well could. I mean, that was one bad game last night. And, again, mm -hmm. it was the – I think so much attrition was because of that with the, the pressure that he was getting full court possession by possession for a full 48 minutes. But, yeah, the fact that he fell back with Chris Paul to plus 260 and Booker now, sensational game. What are we going to see out of Booker in game five? I think we'll see a continued – if there's one player that's not going to lack confidence out there, we talked about the sons and a young team and they are and so is Devin Booker right uh, whereas their confidence level I don't think there's any issues with confidence when it comes to Booker he's not afraid to take it or make the big shot here I think we'll see the fact that he had such a great game that's obviously impacted the numbers here uh, but what is the bounce back going to look like for Chris Paul that's the bigger piece in my mind he was the odds on favorite was he going to what was a dollar sixty dollar sixty five after game three to you, go as, right. as far as the MVP mm -hmm. and now he's plus two 260 is he's sitting in third yeah it's as it's it's so volatile and it's so fluid these mvp markets because mm -hmm. yeah it, it's based on game to game to game so you know now if you were still thinking this sentimentality piece because it is a subjective vote here and they want to give it to chris paul he's going to have to play better for one but if the suns still pull this out they still have two opportunities at home right and paul has the capacity to get better and i think the suns will make the adjustments it's not going to be well they'll keep picking you up chris paul full court you just got to suck it up and fight through it yeah there's got to be some adjustments some other guys can bring the basketball up too then run their half court sets that'll slow the game down a little bit so that'll impact the total as well mm -hmm. something to consider but as far as getting involved in the mvp market uh let's get a dart board and pick three darts four darts <laughs> Start slinging a man because that is not a market I'm in, which right. I'm right now through these first four games. I'm glad I didn't partake. Well, you know, hindsight's 2020. 20. I said that earlier, but I'm kicking myself. You can't see this because you're remote in Denver, but I'm actually kicking myself because I, I mentioned Devin Booker. What was it? Plus 600, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, an opportunity right there. And, you know, he had a 40 point performance in him. And it's just when was that going to show up? Now, can he back it up again? Uh, and looking at his odds right now uh, at plus 190, uh, Giannis has stayed. Uh, consistent opening what plus 500 now he's uh, plus 145 if the Bucks win it uh, he should win uh, MVP right there but Booker and Paul let's see if Paul can get himself back together and pull himself together and get back into this MVP finals uh, discussion uh, off and rolling here on the program betting across America right here on VSIN the sports betting network coming up next on the program though uh, we got some odds for great quarterback performances in the National Football League. Let's go over those. It's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a.com slash iHeart. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have that state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. And we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. Uh, James, National Football League, what's the better bet here? We got some quarterback performances with some odds. Uh, great quarterback performances, I guess, uh, when it comes to these odds, too. So we have Matt Ryan, 12 to 1, or Justin Herbert, 12 to 1 to have the most passing yards. What's the better bet there? Give me Justin Herbert. Okay. I think about 
Think about the talent that he has, his ability to make all the throws, how big he stands in the pocket, how competitive the kid is. And now you're actually going to have an offense that's going to come over. Think about new offense coordinator. Lombardi's coming over. He's quarterback coach there the last five years uh, for New Orleans and being in that system there, not only from Drew Brees and being able to be around that veteran quarterback there. He's an offensive coordinator before. He was there in Detroit as well. So he's used to calling plays. But does he? I think the question mark is, what is that offense going to look like coming over to the Chargers? What is he going to bring? Is he going to bring over Will Lombardi as the new OC? Is he going to bring that that kind of no-huddle, up-tempo type of attack where it's more so, all right, you get to the line of scrimmage and you have the freedom and ability to be able to, to make your checks and, and change plays based on personnel packages defensively that we've kept on the field because we are going no-huddle attack. I think mm-hmm. for a player like Herbert, he's got plenty of targets to throw the football ball two out there and if you want to dig into the schedule some let's just start within the division I like what Denver has on the defensive side love their secondary where they've upgraded I think Denver's going to be tremendous defensively especially on the back end against the pass but does anybody any other defenses within that division scare you it's going to be a shootout fun games to watch <laughs> against the Chiefs and you already know the Raiders are good to give up 30 plus points I think Justin Herbert's going to have a sensational season slinging the football around. well these are long shots because we're talking about passing yards for the entire league so obviously we're getting deeper uh, uh, on the list here, right? But the better bet, trying to figure out the better bet uh, between these two uh, long shots with the similar odds, 12 to 1 odds. And uh, you're making a case that Justin Herbert, uh, with the schedule, uh, with Lombardi, the offensive coordinator, uh, the fact he's coming off a performance his rookie season that has a lot of people excited too. And then we don't know where Matt Ryan's going, even though he has Pitts, uh, Ridley, uh, and, and some other weapons there that's uh, pretty decent out there. He's got some weapons out there, and I think Pitts is going to be a sensational talent. But you've got a new new coach, new offensive coordinator, same thing here with Smith coming over from – Arthur Smith coming over from Tennessee. And what is is his identity? At least it wasn't Tennessee. Now he doesn't have Derrick Henry back there to go bang the ball 25, 30 times a game. But you still have an offensive identity where you want to get more under under shotgun. You want to run the football more, at least commit to more of of a a running game, getting tight ends of all. I think Pitts will flourish there within the system, uh, but I think it's going to take some time for Matt Ryan to adjust to a, to this new offensive system rolling in. Another one that he's had to to a new coordinator he's had to adjust with, and you know it's Matt Ryan here. He's to throw the football <laughs> to the wrong team too, you know, and it's a bad yeah. football team, mm-hmm. and it's, it's so it's, it's Matt yeah, Ryan. Are they going to be behind? Said. Are they going to be behind some? they're going to, but he is Matt Ryan. Right. So there you go. I just, give me the young. <laughs> <laughs> Give me, yeah, Matty Ice, and it's not the same, and it's, you know, no. they doesn't have Julio there anymore. But yeah, between the two, if the better bet is if we had to choose one or the other, right. to me, clearly it's Justin Herbert over Matty. So we have another choice. Uh, these odds are courtesy of DraftKings, of course. These are 28 to 1 odds here, James. I know you answer, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, better bet Joe Burrow or Ryan Tannehill uh, for the most passing yards in the league. These are long shots. Uh, yeah, long shots, and I don't think Tannehill is going to lead the league in passing. But now you bring in, you you have Julio Jones to the mix there, and the threat, and still pounding the football and running the ball with Derrick Henry in the play action game. All the opportunities with the weapons that he's got to sling the football to Tannehill on that offense for Tennessee should have a really good year. But it's to me, it's just it's easy. It's Tannehill. Right. Just looked on based on the amount of games. Let's forget about even the roster here. The roster for for Cincinnati's terrible. Their offensive line's awful, and now you're going to have Burrow. He's not going to play 17 games. He can't. 
cannot be ready to go in week one. Major mm -hmm. knee reconstruction surgery back in December. You're going to tell me he's going to be ready to go nine months later? I don't see it. I know. Tannehill, how about that? Julio Jones, it's 28 to 1. I mean, if you want that long of a shot there, but uh, I don't see it happening. Uh, but figure out the better bet, though. I mean, that's part of the exercise, uh, and we certainly enjoy that. Odds courtesy of DraftKings, the highest scoring NFL team. Uh, odds from DraftKings on that situation, too. We'll discuss this coming up next. episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod touches all the bases at Del Mar, Saratoga, and Monmouth Park. Longtime Southern California handicapper Bob Ike previews the summer at Del Mar. Trainer Fausto Gutierrez talks about his rising star, Lutresca, and her plans for Saratoga. Monmouth handicapper Brad Thomas looks at Saturday's $1 million Haskell Stakes. He sends Vinny Mayulo has his picks for weekend races as well. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it tomorrow morning at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. James, highest scoring teams in the National Football League. DraftKings has supplied us some odds for this situation, 17 regular season games. The Chiefs already and always getting the benefit of the doubt, even though they got three new parts to that offensive line. Uh, they're plus 550 to have the highest scoring, be the highest scoring team in the National Football League. The Bucks plus 800. I'm zeroing in on the Bills at plus 900 and the Rams 14 to 1 here on this list. Rich, I'm going, that's where I'm going. I'm going deeper down when we're talking about a double-digit odds. And in particular, I'm looking at the Cowboys sitting at 14 to 1. Okay. And now with Prescott coming back now, he's got to be healthy and he's got to look like he did. But think about when he was healthy last year when he was in a new offense. You have Kellen Moore there. The days of uh, pounded into the line of scrimmage with Jason Garrett there. First down, second down, third and long. Dak, go save us here. That's gone. It was spread offenses. There's a lot of talent to throw the football too with Dak Prescott and while he was healthy he was slinging that football around. He had a 500-yard game at one of those games when he was healthy. He only played four and a half games. Now, they opened on Sunday night, and that was a struggle against the Rams, but that's one of the best defenses in the league. I just think uh, for, for the Cowboys, with the way that the offense is structured there, with Prescott coming back, we saw his ability to get the ball down the field. He has he has ability to run the football, too. We'll see how tentative he is having to come back and utilize his legs based on how just a rough injury he took last season. Mm -hmm. But when he was there, they were fun to watch offensively, and they're going to need that again because the defense is probably going to be just as bad as it was last <laughs> year uh, where they're going to get into shootouts. Think about the division that they're in. It's a bad deal. I know Washington. I like Washington's football team. I like their defense. But anybody on that, the, anybody on that Giants side, just scary on the defensive side as well as the playing the Eagles, that's an awful secondary that we saw last year. And I think going forward here, it's a very soft schedule. I think there's going 
going to be plenty of opportunities to score for the Cowboys and Dak Prescott, new offensive, you know, the, the change in offensive identity that right. we've seen over the last couple of years for the Cowboys, soft schedule, and the fact that here uh, defense is going to give up some points. Could see a lot of shootouts for the Dallas Cowboys this season. I agree with you on that one. I mean, Kansas City, they averaged, what, 28 and a half points per game last year. Uh, last year, Green Bay averaged 31 and a half points per game. The Bucks, right there, 30. Uh, point thirty point eight points per game. I mean, if we're going per game basis that way, um, Tennessee Titans too. They were a high scoring team last year. Um, but looking at these odds, you, you know, with Julio Jones too, I'm surprised uh, about that situation. I, well, and and thinking about the Titans too, they're going to be in a lot of shootouts. What have they done on the defensive side to get? I know they put some names out there, mm-hmm. but Dupree's coming off off-season surgery. When is he actually going to see the field for the Titans? And and just defense, no pressure on the quarterback, no consistent pass rush out of the Titans. The secondary was an absolute mess last year. You can run on this football team. I think the Titans are going to give up a lot of points. And with offensively, there, I like the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Tannehill in the last set. His ability to now now with Julio Jones into the mix, you got such a threat to run the football and keep those safeties and those linebackers honest in the in between the in between the numbers. I think there's gonna be plenty of opportunities for Tannehill to get the ball down the field and a lot of points to be scored. And then look in that division. Yeah, I, mean, I like the Colts. Right. I like the Colts more so from a run defense perspective, not so much from a secondary perspective. I love the rub defense and the way that they play it in there in Indianapolis. But then you're gonna have two games against Jacksonville and two games against Houston. The only thing that would hurt you is they're up by so much now you're going to sit and just pound the football and grind the clock out because those are going to be abs- uh, mm-hmm. just a, a bloodbath when it comes to one-way streets against those defenses there. Tennessee might be one to look at too because they are going to put a lot of points on the board this season. Our producer JJ informs me that they're 25-1 to 1, uh, in terms of yeah. being one of the, the highest scoring teams in the National Football League. Let's go to the other side, the lowest scoring team uh, in the National Football League. Texans plus 400. Uh, the Jets plus eight, uh, 600. The Lions plus 900 right here. Uh, the usual suspects on the list here, James right. Linus. Hey, for the Texans, for sure, plus 400. If, if you want to bet something that small. Well, I'm not going to say four to one is small. Anytime you cash a ticket that's four I to know, one, right? yeah, that's a nice score, right? And, mm-hmm. yeah, the Texans are going to be an absolute disaster offensively. I don't know what that team, uh, both sides of the roster, they're going to be in a lot of – they're going to need to score some points and, and have plenty of opportunities because the defense is going to give up a lot of points. It's just going to be a rough season all the way around for the Texans. But I'll just move down, just looking further down the list, just to have some – engaging conversation here, Pritch, because, yeah, the Texans clearly are going to be the favorite. But what about the Bengals sitting there at 14-1? to 1? Ooh, good When choice. does Joe Burrow actually come back to the field? Mm-hmm. And we, we'll know more once training camp starts here in the next, what, a couple weeks they're going to start getting back out there. Then we'll actually start to get some reports about Burrow. But, I mean, it was major offseason knee surgery that was back in December, not just an ACL. It was an ACL as well as, I think, an MCL and other structural damage. You know what that means, Pritch. So that was that's a lot, big surgery to come back from the offensive lines back. I don't know when Burrow's going to get back there. He was the only sense of he really the only playmaker. He really masked a lot of things for that Cincinnati Bengal team as how bad they were with this playmaking ability, his toughness out mm-hmm. there, his leadership. Love the kid out there. It was such a shame he got hurt. Uh, but thinking about their schedule and their division too. 
that division, you're playing Baltimore twice. Good, you know, terrific defense. Same with the Steelers. The, the Browns have improved their defense, I think, significantly. So it's six tough games right there in division. And then think about some of the offseason uh, outside of division teams they are going to have to play this season. Bears, decent defense. Chargers, same thing. Good pass rush. Then you're playing San Francisco and Denver as well. Great defenses there. I think it's going to be a tough order for Cincinnati to score, and we have no idea when Joe Burrow comes back. I just don't think he's going to play. Maybe he plays half the season. He, I can't imagine he's out there week one. But Pritch will know more as training camp opens here soon by the end of the Right. Week. For the lowest-scoring NFL team, that seems like the best bet on that board on this list, 14-1 for the Bengals. Uh, the Bears, uh, they're standing out to me for some reason, too, at 12-1. to um, the Giants at 14 to one too. I'm surprised that the Patriots up there at 20 to one, uh, and the Broncos on, on this list too, uh, at 21 right there. Just trying to figure out that quarterback. The Dolphins, 20 to one. Uh, two offensive coordinators for Tua. Not a lot of people are in love with Tua uh, out there right now with Miami as well too. So just looking at that list right now, James, the lowest scoring NFL team in the National Football League. Coming up next on the program, Major League Baseball though, but I got to ask a season of uh, uh, professional sports better uh, this tough question. Uh, I just need one reason to bet certain teams in the National uh, when it comes to the to Major League Baseball, whether they're going to win the pennant or win the World Series. Look at James's thoughts coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Everybody sign up with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, for more ways to parlay. Try features like one-game parlay, parlay generator, or parlay boost. No matter your style, the perfect parlay is just one tap away. Sign up on the BetMGM app or website today using bonus code VSEN600, and your first bet will be risk-free up to $600. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Washington, D.C., and Virginia. 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 800-GAMBLER. In New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 800 bets off in Iowa, 800 9 with it in Indiana and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800 889 9789. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. We are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. So, James, Major League Baseball, uh, we're going to do this with the National League, NL Pennant, and World Series. I want one reason. Uh, to bet each of these uh, teams here uh, for those situations. So let's start with the Dodgers. The Dodgers right now plus 375 to win the World Series, uh, plus 175 for the NL pennant. I need one reason to bet the Dodgers here for uh, either one of those. I have a lot of reasons why not to, but trying to find one reason to bet the Dodgers yeah. would be the championship experience. And okay. I think we, 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 I'm somebody that, that, you know, I typically don't like to back teams that have won the year prior. I just think that's, it's a tough road. You're taking everybody's best shot game in and game out. In this case, 162 games that they're taking everybody's best shot are the LA Dodgers. And, and I think the, it's, it's just such a, all the distractions that go on and other mm-hmm. engagements, et cetera. But I think here that championship experience, when you get through, through that and they get to the playoffs that's where that's able to play out I don't like the state of where their rotation is right now but if you want one reason to back the Dodgers it is the championship experience okay uh, yeah uh, Kershaw banged up a little bit too right uh, and getting up there and so uh, Price can you rely on him too I'm looking for one reason to bet the Dodgers I like them to go to the World Series to be honest with you so uh, I guess I have multiple reasons the, the championship pedigree I can back 
Uh, James, I, I know there was a, a large gap between 88 and last year for the Dodgers, uh, but they are they are stacked. I mean, if they can get that rotation and, and, and figure that one out, that situation off the field, I think they'll figure that out because uh, Bauer wasn't there last year, uh, if you know what I mean. So maybe culture can, could be my one reason for the Dodgers. The lineup, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you talked about the lineup and the talent, how stacked it is when they finally get back to being fully healthy and, and their approach at the plate. I think that's the other piece, too. This is a team that isn't, they're going to work counts. They're going to f- try to get ahead in the count. They're going to get their pitch. They're going to get the hitter's pitch to hit as opposed to the pitcher's pitch to hit when they're behind. This is not a team that's just going up and free swinging at the baseball. So collectively, you're always going to have a few of those guys, but I think collectively the Dodgers take a really good approach at the plate they will take walks mm-hmm. but they want to find their pitch to drive and will drive the ball and work the ball across the field for the most part so yeah if there's one reason in particular right beyond the championship experience it's really that lineup and how how, how the the approach plays out very well when it comes that you got to manufacture some runs sometimes and and work some counts take some walks they have the ability to take a collective really good at bat each and every each and every yep. player that goes through the lineup okay so i need one reason uh, to bet the Padres to win the World Series plus 800, uh, NL pennant plus 400. We can go to the lineup, too, because the pitching right now is a little in question here. Snell's on the injured list. Now Darvish went on the injured list with his hip injury. And, you know, still got a whole second half to go. And how, can, that, can that lineup, or not so much the lineup, excuse me, the, the pitching rotation right, hold rotation. up. But mm-hmm. this, this is another team that has now a little more free swinging out there, but they do – Steel bases, they have some speed, and I, I like the attitude and the swag that comes from the Padres, and uh, it's, it's good for baseball in that sense. And and so they bring that confidence with that swag out there, and the lineup is fun. So kind of similar to the Dodgers too, Pritch. It's I I love the lineup and what they you know their approach at the plate and the confidence that they bring to the plate and the fact that they can run on the bases when necessary and steal bases. You can manufacture some runs that way too, kind of lost art for sure lost art in the baseball when it comes to the stolen base mm-hmm. uh, just based on th- what the build looks like for the t- today's typical ma- modern major league baseball player but yeah I think there's a place that you can bank on as far as that lineup going they're going to give you quality competitive at bats each and every player okay uh, looking for one reason to bet the Mets James NL pennant plus 450 the World Series plus 900 I'll just be captain obvious here is Jacob DeGrom. Right. I think he's the best player in baseball. And Otani's terrific too. But as far as you get into a, a, a five and or seven game series and DeGrom if going on short rest, do you want to face DeGrom twice in a five game series or three times in a seven game series? How dominant he is? I mean, that is that is such a tough matchup when you think about the duration of a series and the you know, you don't have to be as deep in your pitching rotation. You can go three deep, in particular with a pitcher like DeGrom out there. I just think that is – there's one reason to do it, whether it's a five and or seven game series. To me, that is such an advantage to have such a talent that we really haven't seen something like this baseball for a long time, how dominant right. he is up on the mound. And give me him three times in a seven-game series – yeah, watch out. That's the there. There's the run reason. I know it's obvious with Jacob Degrom, but I really like the kid. I think he's the best player in baseball. So 
that would be my reason for sure if I'm taking them back. It's a great reason. I'll throw, and I'll add this, the owner. Uh, I think this owner, Stephen Cohen, will do anything and everything it takes to win a World Series. Uh, so that's one reason, too, specifically. Uh, it, well, in addition to DeGrom uh, right there. It sets up the Mets, though, perfectly, plus 900 uh, to win the World Series, plus 450 for the NL pennant. How about the Brewers? A specific reason there uh, to bet the Brewers, NL pennant or the World Series. World Series 13 to 1, NL pennant plus 500. I mean, for sure, it's going to be the pitching depth. And he's starting on the rotation with Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta's been good. And I think we've definitely seen some regression out of Hauser, but you're not going to go that deep. Even if you're going those three, if you're going to go Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta in a three or in a five and or seven game series, Peralta's been very good this season to complement both Burns and Woodruff. And then you get to the back end of the bullpen there. And you're going to have to face with Williams and then Hayter coming in to close. Mm, yeah. That is, you know, baseball rums are going to be at a premium come playoff time. And I know the lineup is really soft up there, although they are starting to get some players back healthy into that lineup. And it's Adamas has really given them a jolt the last, you know, roughly the month or so that he's been back in that, in that hitting order as well. Right. But I, I just think do you want the one reason to me, it is the depth of the pitching, both with the three starters that we mentioned and the back end of that Bullpen. Brewers have come a long way, too. I mean, to think there was that vicious, vicious rumor. Uh, I want to say last year in a bubble or that situation with COVID, certainly, um, that they wanted to deal Hater, uh, and the Dodgers were interested. Uh, that, that was a vicious rumor, though. Rumors, and we're betting on we – <laughs> well, try not to bet on rumors. We're betting on facts. Right. So it's staying out of the rumor pool, stay off of social media, and just stay focused on who is actually on the field for this team and this game or series, et cetera, going forward. And, yeah, he's there. I mean, he's intact. And mm -hmm. second half of the season to go, I know they kind of faltered a little bit down the stretch and, and had a, a – you know, Cincinnati kind of climbed themselves back into the NL Central there with the way that they performed and were able to take down those last few games in in Milwaukee, but I think over time, good pitching beats good hitting, right. and I love the the depth of that pitching staff. I've heard Milwaukee. I've heard that from a very smart, intelligent sports better before, uh, named James Salinas, uh, and he's spot on with that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. How about the Giants? Specific reason uh, to bet the Giants sixteen to one to win the World Series, or plus six fifty for the NL pennant clubhouse chemistry uh, i think that's what we're seeing play out here with this team i i didn't expect them i don't know how many people expected them to be have the best record in baseball let alone leading the national league west at the halfway point or at the all-star break per se here i think that because there's such carryover not a ton of players left but you do have some veteran leaders that were on those world series teams that won you know a decade and inside of that three out of five years there in san francisco got guys like Posey and Crawford and Belt. Not that they're players that they were, but they bring they, they bring that winning attitude, that championship mentality of what it takes. What this is what it looks like preparation. This is what it looks like to to bring it each and every day out there to the ballpark. And here's how we're going to compete. Not not only just beyond each and every game. Here's how we're going to compete each and every at bat. Here's how we're going to compete each and every pitch. These guys just know how to win. I think you have leadership like that in your clubhouse for the the mix of young players that they have on that team. I feel like that goes a long way. And I think that was very significant to how they've contributed. Now, the, the pitching has been way beyond. The starting pitching, for sure, has 
has performed way beyond expectations, Bridge. Right. Can they sustain that for the second half of the season? That's the big question mark. But do you want the one reason? If I was going to bet it, that's the one reason right there. I just love the chemistry and the clubhouse chemistry that we've seen so far through this first half of the season because you have a lot of winners in that locker room. How about that division, though? The Dodgers, Padres, and Giants. I mean, uh, that's what's setting up to be so exciting in the second half of the year. It's good. It's the to me. It's depth wise right now, and the teams we talk about the talent too. That's going to be the most exciting race, I think, as we continue to stretch down. Just based on the not only all the hype that was around and the talent that surrounds on those rosters for the Dodgers and Padres, but now right. you throw that Giants team into the mix there right now. Best record in baseball, two game lead. Can they sustain it? That's the challenge here. But they'll put themselves right in the mix and then be able to go get themselves a little help come trade deadline here in about two weeks. You know what? And so. So for the East Division in the National, Fo- uh, in the National League there, uh, we were thinking that that was going to be the more competitive uh, division uh, when you think about baseball with the Mets, the Phillies, the Braves, the Nationals. But it turns out uh, that the NL West is a more competitive uh, division. Giants, Dodgers, and Padres leading the way here on that list. That'll do it for hour number one. Hour number two, we do begin with baseball and a big game. Uh, can the Yankees get back in it? Eight games back of the Red Sox. They got a chance to close that gap. We'll go over that game. Updated win totals as well. As well as uh, uh, Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. He's going to be on the program too uh, to go over situations in the National Football League. All that and more come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.